Lord, open our ears to hear your word and our hearts to receive them. Amen. I'm going to start with a story. Tucked behind the kitchen door of a certain parish church is a plaque commemorating the life of a young man called William. William was an only child. He died in Italy in 1918 at the age of 21. He had been on active service for his country since his 17th birthday. But the plaque is easily missed. It has never been removed from its original place. But over the years, the configuration of the church building has changed, with the kitchen being integrated into the porch. So there it is, looking down on all the cups and saucers as they pile up in the sink. And it is only the elderly members of the church who can remember how the building looked before. And there is no one who remembers William. We can only imagine the love and grief that gathered in his parents' hearts and led them to commission the plaque. They wanted him to be remembered. We have to remember. And that's what this day is all about. To remember is to remember, to bring the past into the present. And we have to do this because if we don't, people who have been too young to see world war will have no knowledge of what can happen. They will not understand the value of the life and the freedom that they have. The Kamina epitaph is carved on the memorial of the 2nd British Division in the cemetery of Kohima in northern India. It reads, when you go home, tell them of us and say, for your tomorrow, we gave our today. The reading out of names is happening in hundreds of places today, and the telling of their stories is important. The gospel that we've heard today is all about being ready. It tells of the, te the ten bridesmaids, young women who have the whole of the rest of their lives ahead of them. They have oil lamps to keep alight for when the bridegroom arrives. And although they're initially ready, as time goes by, half of them run out of oil. When the moment comes for them to stand up and welcome the bridegroom, their lamps go out. They ask the others for help, but they're refused. And so they run off to buy more. But they're too late. When the bridegroom arrives, they're nowhere to be found. They've gone to buy what they think they need. Perhaps, though, the one that they think that they really need is the bridegroom himself. 
they were to stay put and confess their lack, perhaps they could put their hand in his and walk in his light. But they've missed him. One of the things this parable shows us is that when we know we don't have what we need for salvation, when we know we're not ready to meet Christ, then rather than running off in some other direction, we could swallow our pride and come to him. Christ has all we need. He took all our unreadiness to the cross and made it possible for us to step into a new life. Keep awake, says Jesus, keep awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. It is as true for us now as it was for the bridesmaids and as it was for young William back in 1918. And we will never have enough oil. We cannot do this waiting, this readiness through our own strength. If this parable says anything to us, it says that how we live and what we do and who we are with and where we are looking are important. And this time of year says that too. So how can we honour those who, like William, gave their lives for others? And how can we honour his parents who placed a plaque so that others would remember. Well, most of all, we can do it by how we live, by living well, by loving one another, by putting others first, making peace where peace is in our power to make. We have to be the storytellers it's said that men who were in the two world wars didn't talk about it to their families, didn't talk to their families about their experiences to protect them from the mental images of the scenes that they'd encountered. If they talked about it at all, it was to following generations. And that was the case with my own father when our children were in their late teens, they went to visit him one day and came back wanting to know why I had never told them about his experiences in the war. Apparently, he had spoken to them quite openly about his experiences as a prisoner of war. In a way, I was thankful that they heard first-hand from him, because I think it probably had a greater impact on them and helped them to understand exactly what sacrifices were made so that they could live in peace. But at the same time, I was sad. Fifty-odd years had passed before I understood why he couldn't stay indoors for great lengths of time why he jumped and shouted when he was asleep, 
why he was at his most content when he was alone outdoors, tending his vegetable patch. And now we have generations of young people coming along who won't have had living grandparents or great-grandparents to pass on those stories firsthand. We know from what is happening in Ukraine and Israel and Palestine right now that war is still very real. Our storytelling will help to shape the lives of future generations. The generations who will in time have the responsibility of making good decisions that benefit all of humankind. Today, I'm a very proud grandma. My grandson is an army cadet and he's taking part in the march through the city to the war memorial in the park. I would have loved to have watched him, but we both understand that when duty calls, we have to honour that call. But I pray that the experience he has today will somehow make an impact on his young life and on all of those young people who march through our city today. I pray that they will have a greater understanding of the need for the peace of Christ to be in all our hearts. To go back to our gospel reading for a moment, there is a deeper question for today. How can each and every one of us be ready to meet Christ? Perhaps today calls us to hold out our burnt-out lamps and own up to our lack of oil and trust ourselves to the God who in his infinite mercy calls us always and everywhere to life in all its fullness to embrace the hope that he gives us, gives to us, makes this world the place that he intended it to be. We can only do that by drawing on his strength, drawing on that strength to continue the work of the great storytellers of the Bible, the prophets, the New Testament writers, Jesus himself. Tomorrow, is World Kindness Day. So let that be our kindness. Amen.